There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think the one thing to, to think about is sometimes I know that I'm talking about a lot of concepts and they may sound very, very new. And once again, this is why it's important to have the right team of people around you. If you don't have them, I know that Nicole has a massive network of people that are A players. And so, Nicole, you are an excellent resource for everyone to be able to talk to. And that's once again why they're here. But when you're doing things differently, it's about being able to, number one, take your time getting the responses that you need to make you have a positive ROI. Number two, making sure that you understand that it's highly unlikely that you will have 100% of every box will be ticked green in order for you to make a decision. There will be some things that aren't. You need to know which of those things are priorities that absolutely cannot be checked red because if they are, they were gonna give you a negative ROS. And then lastly, even if some of the concepts that we've talked about today, they may not directly apply to what you're doing. You may know someone else who's thinking, wow, you know what? You can be the person that actually helps Welcome to the Share the Wealth Show, where minority professionals can learn to escape the racial wealth gap and catapult themselves into abundance. Your host, Nicole Pendergrass, grew her net worth from being negative to multiple six figures. Join her on her investigative mission to expose secret strategies of the wealthy so we can all have the tools needed to build the life and legacy we were created to possess. Now it's time for the show. Hey guys, so we're back again. This is the second part of the episode with today's guest. I need you, if you have not heard part one, go back to the previous episode and listen to that first and then come back and join us here today. But you're not going to want to miss what they already said because then you'll be lost with what they're about to say. But in any case, you don't want to miss the whole, you need to hear the whole conversation. This is why we split into two parts. There's so many nuggets. It's so juicy. Go back and listen to the first part. The ROS is the return on sleep. And that is the most important (laughs) metric that exists. And the reason for that is you can hear people talk to you about it's going to get you an X percent return, a 20 percent return, a 15 percent return, an 8 percent return. doesn't matter. But if you don't understand, you have not asked the questions that allow you to sleep well at night. Every single investment is going to be risky because you've not asked the questions that you are uncomfortable asking. This goes back to one of the things that I did not used to do because when you are an A student, you're used to getting an A on the test. So you're supposed to study, take the exam and go. But the challenge here is you can read all the stuff that you want, but if you've never done it before, you need to figure out what are the questions that are make you uncomfortable or what are the questions or the answers that you need to make that are eventually going to keep you relaxed, comfortable, and enough to make the decision, right? Mm -hmm. And also to be very clear, you will never have 100% 
of the answers ever. And so if what you're looking for is to have 100% of the right answers, then the chances of you actually moving faster forward is, are pretty slim to none. Yeah. I mean, every single decision I've ever made, I've made it on imperfect information. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a reality. But the information that I was able to get, it checked enough of the boxes for me to know that I could sleep well at night. I was listening the other day. I was talking to somebody. I'd never heard this. There's a Colin Powell, uh, the forty seventy principle. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. No. But I was not familiar with it at all. But he said when it came to making major decisions and major decisions in life, he needed to have a minimum of 40 percent of the information and no more than 70 percent of the information. Because if he had less than 40 percent, he was not going to be able to make a quality decision. If he had more than 70 percent, he was going to start to then look. I guess this is paraphrasing, right? Look for every to get to 100 percent. But when you get to 100 percent, you never make a decision. Yeah. So I think it's important to kind of conceptualize. It's not that I'm not answering the question, but I think this is one of the things that it's a very personal thing. And the thing that I would say to everybody is make sure that whatever those questions are that you ask them, and you're probably not going to make your investment on the very first time, unless you've spent time with the person who is either the syndicator or the operator that may be the same person sometimes. And if you're not familiar with that, I know you can listen to Nicole over and over, and I'm sure she's going to talk about a lot of those topics. You can actually also <laughs> even go to when Nicole was on the Going Long podcast, episode oh, 118. <laughs> she was on episode 118. Nicole really broke it down, and she was awesome on the Going Long podcast. Give her some love over there as well. Thank um, you. Yeah, yeah, it's the way to really feel comfortable and get a positive ROS. Because if you don't have the positive return on sleep, it doesn't matter. And if you need a couple of things that you want to know or ask is, you know, sometimes we talk about track record and you ask people, what is their track record as a syndicator, as an operator? Mm -hmm. If that's something that's important to you that you need to know, then you know what? You need to ask that question. If they've done $15 million or less, and that may be a criteria that you don't want to work with them, or you do want to work with them, then ask the question. It may not be in some of their marketing material, but ask the question. Make sure that you spend time with the person that you're going to make a wire transfer to because it's a building or long-term relationship. I mean, it's one of the things that we pride ourselves on is making sure that it's not just a transaction, right? The very few people that, for instance, my company works with, these are about building long-term relationships. I'm not talking about a year long. I'm talking about 5, 10, 15, 20 years. I want to know their people's, you know, all of our family. I want to know their children. What are their grandchildren? Are they having challenges at the office? Are they not? Are they really enjoying their jobs? Are they still, are they feeling crushed because of the business of medicine, for instance, I was talking to a bunch of doctors recently and they're talking about, hey, listen, I really love medicine, but I don't like the business of medicine. Like those are the types of things that I want to know. I want to understand. I know what sales executives go through every day. I'm starting to work with a lot more attorneys and things like that. And everybody has those challenges. And it's about being able to understand that the challenges, what people are looking for. And ultimately, you as an investor being able to get the answers that you need once again to get a positive ROS. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. And it just gives such a well-rounded viewpoint of there's so many different people in different walks of life, but a lot of us are experiencing those same questions and like nervousness or fears or, you know, things that are holding us back from moving forward. So you're not the only one with the question, just ask it. And if the operator or person that you're trying to work with is respectable and understands and is open-minded, they're going to be willing to answer it because they want to help you. And that's the, at the bottom of it is that they're helping people to get over that hurdle and over that fear with as much information as they can provide. But yeah, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, feel the fear, do it. And and one of the things I I would add to that, just to build on what you're saying, Nicole, is 
When you are engaged, like maybe it's your very first time that you're going to do a wire transfer. You've never done a $100,000 wire transfer or a $50,000 wire transfer or a $10,000 wire transfer. It doesn't matter. If you've never done it, it's always going to feel very uncomfortable. And when you are engaging with your part, you're talking to an operator, you're talking to a syndicator, if they cannot or do not answer your questions in the way that makes sense for you, then it's okay. It's just not the right fit. I mean, there's a lot of people that are out providing a very similar service. So it's a matter of you just need to find the person, the operator, the syndicator that helps you, that gives you the answers in the way that you need the answers received so that you feel comfortable. Once again, going back to making sure that you have a positive ROS because you are never going to have perfect information. You need to have the information that makes you feel comfortable so that you can sleep well at night, knowing that you've done your proper due diligence and being able to do the right things for your family. Yeah. And you know what? That's so funny. It's just you went from being a recovering because you are a recovering perfectionist from being a perfectionist to making decisions without perfect information as part of your ethos. And it's just a mindset shift, you know, like it's a paradigm shift on, on how you view moving forward in action. So if you're spending all this time and effort and you're getting to that point where, you know, you're increasing your investments, you're increasing your net worth, you're increasing your cash flow, like you have all these things, you really have a good portfolio. How have you seen the people you've helped or how have you done it yourself kind of safeguard that? Like, how do you make sure that gets passed to your kids or to the next generation without like a loss of, I don't know, siphoning from taxes or inheritance transfer tax? I don't know, all those things that can eat away at your wealth. How do you protect it? So a couple of things, and as you know, I'm, I will just kind of give an overarching statement. I'm not giving anybody any type of tax oh, advice yes. or any of that kind of stuff. Like what Nicole and I are going to be talking about are continuing examples and just ideas. Definitely speak to your tax professional to make sure that any of these ideas or examples, how they fit your situation, right? I just want to make sure that we talk about that first and foremost. Yeah. Oh, I need to put that in the intro. I think I'm going to record a disclaimer in the beginning of every intro. Yeah. What, this what, is what, not well, financial yeah, advice. No, yeah, it's definitely not. <laughs> We're just talking about ideas. But here's the thing. First and foremost, and this is not part of any kind of complex structure or anything, but I am doing the things that I did not receive at home, not because my parents didn't want to. It's just they didn't have the tools. No one taught them about money. No one Mm -hmm. helped them with financial literacy. So one of the things that happens is I like to talk to my children about money. Right. I want them to feel comfortable with it. I don't tell them everything, but I want them to understand certain concepts. I mean, on my podcast as well, like episode 100, episode 200, I do interviews with my kids because I want them to share their knowledge. You know, where both of my kids understood passive income, the concept of passive income better at ages nine and 11 than I did at 45, at 40 years old. Wow. That's fantastic. So just being able to talk about it, that's the first step, in my opinion. So we talk about money. We're okay with talking about money. If the kids ask me questions, and sometimes they ask me questions that I don't believe that they need to know at 10 and 12. And so we may not answer that, or I want to understand why they're really asking. If I think that it's relevant, I'm going to give them the information, right? What I don't want it to turn into is, hey, listen, my daddy earns this and your daddy earns that. Like, I don't want that. And you got to kind of be able to suss that out. Yeah, That's the first thing. The second thing is just becoming more and more educated on what you can do first and foremost when you're in the wealth accumulation stage is really to understand. And this is one of the things that I've gone through is really understanding not just how much money you make, but how much money you actually keep. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's one of the things that no one ever taught me. And even when I was in, started investing in real estate, Nicole, real estate for me, it solved a problem. 
the problem that it solved and the problem that real estate will solve is it can give you more control, especially when you're an active investor or a, a passive investor, you get a direct investment into a company that controls assets. You're not in the secondary market. You're not in any of these types of markets like when you're normally what I was doing in my mutual funds and my paper assets. And I'm not saying that people don't, I, have, I know a number of friends that are, they like the roller coaster ride of being in the market. I don't. I just like mm. things that are very boring and simple. And so real estate solved the control issue for me. It also generated passive income. A lot of people talk about passive income, but don't really understand what passive income is. Meaning that passive income is an IRS designation. Like you're, the way that you're earning certain income, it is taxed at a certain way, right? The way when we're talking today, it, depending on where you are, it's taxed at zero. Literally, you can earn money and it's taxed at zero percent at the federal rate, 15% or 20%, right? Once again, talks to your tax professional. But also I was a high wage earner. And so when you have passive income, it sticks in a passive bucket. And I was also, I was not a real estate professional. That's another designation. I was not a real estate professional and I was a high wage earner. Just like a lot of my other sales executives, a lot of doctors, a lot of lawyers, we're working a lot of hours, working hundred percent of the time and bringing home 50% of the pay. Why? Mm. Because we're not real estate professionals, we're high wage earners and we're doing just like we were told. And when you do what you're told, many times you get the results that everybody else gets. So once I started realizing that that was helping to give me more control, that was fantastic. I was earning income in a very tax efficient structure. So that was also great. And then I started, it opened my mind to say, hey, hang on a second. I'm owning this real estate. I've, I'm owning a lot of smaller multifamily. I was living in Barcelona. I've always lived in Barcelona and always owned in property and assets in the United States. So this is one of the things. And I know we talked about it before when you're on the podcast, it's the long distance investing concept. And I will still never forget you going to Detroit. I think that's just absolutely a phenomenal <laughs> story. <laughs> it's just a phenomenal story. Like I said, go to episode 118, everybody, and you can check her out. She was awesome. <sighs> but when we started going in that direction, that was solving a particular problem for me. But then I found out that there was a passive investing. And so I've then understood that, hey, listen, I can actually invest a couple hundred thousand dollars with somebody else. They do the work. And I receive the benefit because I can continue doing my job because that's where I get the highest return on my time, right? Because this is also too about how do you manage the asset that is fixed for everybody? And that's time. Everybody gets 24 hours in a day. doesn't matter if you have a zillion dollars, if you're Elon Musk, or if you're sleeping on the street, you get 24 hours. How are you going to use them? And so yeah. when your highest return on time is working your W-2, then you want to continue to do more of that and then take that income, which is one of the things that I was doing was taking that income, investing in assets that were tax efficient and it was helping me, but I was doing it actively. When I found out about syndication and I could put that capital with somebody else, I would, that's exactly what I was doing. And so these are very tax efficient because it's passive income. But as a high wage earner, like I said before, like the software sales exec and the lawyer and the doctor, we have high wages. So our W-2 is very, very high. So even though we're investing in real estate, we're still getting this 50% tax bill. And I guess, like I said, depends on what state you live in, but at the highest level of federal level, you're at 37%, at least as we are today, and then whatever you are at your state level. And so when you're investing in real estate, that's great. It's fantastic. But one of the things that happens is that you get things called passive losses. And I was in a position where I started seeing the passive losses, Nicole, and it started to get into like the hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I was thinking, wow, if I could just take some of that and put it in a vehicle that would allow me to actually even take 20% of that. I could take that 20%, put it into something else that has more tax efficient 
uh, structure like real estate or something of that nature that's passive. And I mm-hmm. actually start to win. So I can complement, I can use these different vehicles to actually create more wealth, right? Create or first create more income. And having that income then allows me to, once again, it goes back to being able to choose what you want to do, when you want to do, with whom you want to do. And yeah. when you have the financial resources to do that, then you feel much more comfortable. So going back to, hopefully I didn't go into too many places, but looking at the vehicles, using the different vehicles, complementary vehicles, real estate, investing in ATM machines. And then recently I've been investing in and also helping other high wage earners really help on the W-2, the tax obligation that you have on your W-2, being able to free up some of that capital. So then you can, once again, do the things that you want to do. I can give you an example if that makes sense, but let me stop there because I feel like I've been talking too much. (laughs) No, but you know what? It's great because it really just, I'm soaking it in and I know the listeners are soaking it in, but it definitely just, it frames how you are supposed, not supposed to, you can do whatever you want, but it really gives you a frame of reference for other possibilities when it comes to taking your W-2 income and really looking for those other vehicles that are going to be tax efficient and help you keep more of that money. So now you have more cash flow to live life or have more cash flow to siphon into more investments and build that up. So you can do a balanced approach, but it's all about thinking outside that box and looking for those other options. Okay. Yeah. And this is one of the things that you do extremely well and that your entire audience is doing because you're here because you know in your gut that whatever you've been doing is not probably going to get you where you want to go. Or if so, it's going to take you a lot longer. So by investing your time here with Nicole, what you're doing is you're collapsing timeframes so that you can actually start choosing the things that you want to do sooner rather than waiting. So, you know, I think just the fact that you're already investing your time here with Nicole is is a tribute to you. So thank you. And yes, my listeners, they are the best. I know that they're looking for that thing. They know that there's other options out there and people like you, Billy, like it's so phenomenal. And all the information that you're giving is definitely going to help people get to their goals faster. So thank you again, really for being here. But yeah, so we are actually going to start wrapping up. Like I have a couple last questions. If there are any last things that you wanted to say or impart to the listeners? You know, I think the one thing to, to think about is sometimes I know that I'm talking about a lot of concepts and they may sound very, very new. And once again, this is why it's important to have the right team of people around you. If you don't have them, I know that Nicole has a massive network of people that are A players. And so Nicole, you are an excellent resource for everyone to be able to talk to. And that's once again, why they're here. But when you're doing things differently, it's about being able to, number one, take your time getting the responses that you need to make you have a positive ROI. Number two, making sure that you understand that it's highly unlikely that you will have a hundred percent of every box will be ticked green in order for you to make a decision. There will be some things that aren't. You need to know which of those things are priorities that absolutely cannot be checked red because if they are, they were gonna give you a negative ROS. And then lastly, even if some of the concepts that we've talked about today, they may not directly apply to what you're doing. You may know someone else who's thinking, wow, you know what? You can be the person that actually helps one of your friends that you know is they are just doing the same thing. They're in that um, perpetual rat race. They're doing the same thing all over. And you can share today's conversation with them. You can talk about some of the concepts and then, you know, allow that person to connect with Nicole and have a call with Nicole and she'll definitely be able to help move you in the right direction. 
But because you're investing your time, don't just let this be an exercise where you're just watching this and going on to the next thing. Talk about today's conversation, share it with other people and be able to impact their lives positively, even if it may not be the right moment for you. You know somebody that this is the right moment for them to start to change the trajectory of their life and get to their goals much faster. Yes, I couldn't have said that better myself. I'm probably going to clip that and put it in every episode because that was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Share it so you can help yourself and others change the trajectory. And it's all about taking this information and then actually implementing. Don't just sit on it. Like, Go have conversations with people who can help you with the implementation and then decide, like Billy said, if it's not the right time at this moment, at least you know that this is available and you can work towards building to get you to the moment when you are ready to actually implement it. But it's all about the implementation. Okay. Wait, wait, don't go yet. Have you been looking for a way to get started in real estate investing, but you just don't know how? You need the launch pad. Is brought to you by my company, Norvest Holdings. And the Launchpad is a free guide with a ton of resources I've compiled to help you invest into your first real estate syndication. It includes terminology, book resources, video explanations, all the information that you need. Don't know what a syndication is? I got you covered. How to find a good operator. How to even tell if a deal is good or not without having to know how to underwrite it all. It's all in there. The Launchpad is designed to help launch you into the next stage of your investing career and get you invested into your first multifamily syndication as a passive investor, meaning you can be a landlord and own a piece of a large apartment building, but still go about your day-to-day life without having to stop and learn every single detail about what's under the hood and how it all works. The link to the guide is in the show notes. Make sure you sign up today. Again, this is a free resource and guide. And if you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to me. Now let's finish up the show. So final two that, you know, I need a name for this segment. I don't have a name. I keep calling this the final two. Okay. But anyway, Warren Buffett said, diversification is a protection against ignorance. I take that to mean, you know, if you're diversifying is because you're not an expert in any one field, but it just depends if that's good or bad. But what's your take on that? And I guess just from a personal perspective, I was diversifying I guess it depends on what you consider diversification. But the first part of my life, I was diversifying because I just gave 100% of my invested capital to someone who was then putting it in 1% here, 3% here, 4% here, 1% here, 2% here. I also used to do that with stock. And what I realized, Nicole, is at a certain point in your life, you must make a bet. You must go deep if you want to move faster and accelerate to your goals. The moment that I said, hey, listen, I'm not going to just buy two or three stocks. I'm going to buy a lot more than that. And I made a bet. This was a bet, right? And it worked. I was like, wow, I've got to do this. And so I've then replicated that and learned as much as I possibly could about whatever asset that I was going to be investing in to start with myself to get educated. Then I've invested in relationships to meet other people who didn't have the theoretical knowledge, but actually have the practical knowledge. And then from there, it was taking and acting on imperfect information to be able to move forward. What I can tell you is what I was doing before versus what I'm doing now, I would do what I'm doing now all day, every day, because now is when I'm seeing that I'm able to do the things that I really want to do. Like when I'm done with my corporate job, I will don't ever plan on going back ever because I've done the things that I needed to do. I've gotten the education, built the relationships, work and give to those relationships. And a lot of that has come through specializing and getting very specialized knowledge and going deep. 
That also doesn't mean that you can know a lot about real estate, but you may decide, hey, listen, I know a lot about real estate, multifamily, small multifamily, big multifamily, and I want to go to Mobile, Alabama. I want to go to Pennsylvania, the East Coast of Pennsylvania. I want to go somewhere else. And you get a geographic location where you already have a specialization of knowledge and team. Yeah, that all day, every day. So I would, I believe specialization is where few people do it. And that's why those few people are the only ones that are playing golf on Tuesdays at 1030 or walking around the house and everybody else is doing other stuff. So nice. I love it. I love that mindset on it too. Yeah. Specializing really helps accelerate that wealth growth and people play it safe. And that's where diversification comes in. If they only really understood what was happening on the back end with the hedge funds and the things like that with where they're placing their bets. I don't know if most people would sleep well at night, but that's a whole different topic. (laughs) And I know we won't go into that right now. Oh, and you know what? That's a, I have to write that down. That's a great next topic. I want to know what happens behind the scenes. So, uh, okay, we're going to talk off scene because, you okay. know, if you know, you, we're going to have you back on so we can talk about that. It'll be a whole other right, subject. Right. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, you paid Monopoly before? Yes. Okay. In the game of Monopoly, would you choose Boardwalk or Baltic Avenue and why? Baltic is the cheapest property. Boardwalk's the most expensive. I started with Baltic. And today, because of the person that we're looking to serve, I may say Boardwalk. I'm a little bit torn with that one. And also, too, I'm a big fan of Cashflow 101. I like Monopoly as well, but I'm a big fan of Cashflow 101. And so when you said that, I was like, uh, hang on a second. I know, I know. But I think I would go Boardwalk because today... You know what? I would go Baltic because that's what I know best in the real estate space. So I would say that would be it. What I know best and what my teams know and understand. Mm, probably nice. Be some, probably, okay. probably be somewhere in between those two. So that's yeah. yeah like how you, you, you really make you go. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it from an investment perspective and what my investors would want. And I believe the depreciation would be stronger there because it's something that's already developed. It's already something that's built and it also provides cash flow. So I would say those two things, thinking of my investors, would serve them better, Baltic versus Boardwalk. Okay, perfect. I love that. And actually, and that's why I didn't put Cashflow 101, because I know most people have not played Cashflow 101. Like listeners, they don't know about that game. But yeah, that's the game with Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's like a spinoff of that book. So, But that's a good game. If anyone's out there can get it, that's a good game. Complimentary type, kind of to Monopoly, but it takes a different spin on it, but it's a great mm-hmm. game. So yeah. thank you again, Billy. Like, is that how can listeners get in touch with you if they either are uh, high earners or they know high earners who want to like maybe invest with you or just get to know you first and fill you out or where can they get more information? I was going to say, you know, what we like to do is really connect with people. We like to educate. We're not here for, and I, and I appreciate the investment thing. Some of the things that have happened, we've had people that have the capital, but because we don't really have similar values and things like that, then it doesn't work. So we're here to help to educate, also help to build strong lifelong relationships. That's the approach that we have. You and I have talked about this multiple times. There's a couple different ways. One thing that I'm really, really happy about, and you're like one of the first people to know, is we have a brand new website. So you can go to firstgencp.com. When you go there, it will tell you more about the company, how we're helping to educate, and also how we're connecting our investors with opportunities that are going to give them positive ROS and also give them more of the opportunity to have freedom to choose what they want to do. I love being able to connect with people on LinkedIn as well. So you can go to 
Billy Keels or find me Billy Keels. I think I'm the only Billy Keels in Barcelona, Spain. <laughs> so it should be pretty easy to find me. And I would also say when you send the invite, make sure that you send a, a personalized invite because I would love to know that we'd already have the conversation here on Share the Wealth with Nicole. And that makes the conversation go that much further. And, and like I said, if you want to check us out at firstgencp.com would be fantastic. And also, as I mentioned before, check out Nicole on the Going Long podcast, episode 118. She rocked it. Yes, Nicole, I'm super excited. I, I am very humbled by the opportunity to be here, share a bit of my story. I am so proud of what you are doing. This is phenomenal. I know you've been thinking about it for a while and you know that it was on imperfect information, taking action. The impact that you are going to make is going to be phenomenal. As people are listening, it already is phenomenal. And, you know, I acknowledge you and I appreciate you for moving forward and making this positive impact on others. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You know, I've been definitely debating on starting this for a long time, but it's just like jumping in and getting started, making the time and doing the things that are important. But thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm humbled that you came onto the show. You are so busy and I know you have so much happening, but the fact that you are feeding into us, into my listeners, into me and giving back and sharing your information, I really, really appreciate that. So thank you. And I'm going to have to talk to you later about this, what happens behind the scenes. All right. Sounds good. Bye everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Did you love this episode of Share the Wealth Show? Be sure to connect with Nicole by following her on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. If you picked up any of the gems that were dropped by today's guest, make sure you not only put them in your bag, but if you know of someone who would benefit from this information, don't keep it to yourself. Share the wealth and make sure to leave us a rating and review. We'll see you for next week's episode. Subscribe so you'll be notified. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.